The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy yes, Store and its welcome affiliates. welcome back to the Comedy Store podcast, guys. Rick Ingram here. Eleanor Kerrigan here. We're back in the basement, living the dream. Yes, sorry about the uh, mishap last week, but yep. we didn't have one, but we're going to make it up to you. Yeah. Trust us. Uh, we have a great guest. Yeah, we have Freeze Love in the house. Yeah. What? Comedy so. store legend. Wow. Uh, guardian angel of my life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. These are all fair things. He, is, he was the man that set me up on this 15-year journey to hell. Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I feel bad, but I feel good. <laughs> That's like, how- I, I knew what was happening when I first saw this poor kid. Yeah. This well, fucking if, moron. You, if, if you want it, have at it, kids. Yeah, Dive he's, in. He's got nowhere else to go Welcome anyway. To <laughs> if you think this is the right way, and go your, right for it, bro. And your dad brought you here, poor <laughs> bastard. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, there, and can you imagine like, someone's dad dropping them off? Like, go ahead, you pussy. Get out of here. Get in there. <laughs> I'll pick you up when you're a man. <laughs> God, that would take like 15 minutes to the comedy store. Oh, yeah. Boot camp. You find someone and you're like, oh, I thought it'd be a chick, but I guess it's Boon Shakalaka. He's <laughs> taking me to a dark corner. I didn't notice you talking to Boon Shakalaka. He upstairs. came up you immediately. He always, every time he sees me, he walks up, Where's Travis at? Oh. It was oh, Funston. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he thinks his name is Travis for some reason, and uh, but he's never here. I don't know why he always asks me. That's a tr- I remember when Boon Shakalaka first started coming here. For real? I remember that. That's hysterical. What, what year are we I talking? I don't remember. Yo, I feel I, like he's I'm, always been nah, here. Nah, man. We're talking like 98, 99. So right it, he only there. came around that time because I that was, was here. When, I remember yeah. when he was uh, on the uh, pop. I remember I was like, yo, who in the fuck is <laughs> Yeah. And he said, my name is Boom Shakalaka. I'll never forget that. And, <laughs> yeah. And look, he's still here. So, I, you know. I got to give him a little bit of respect. This motherfucker is... Yeah. Dude, he, I feel like he was Apravaya-ish. Like yeah. He had been here. But Apravaya's been here since well, the he, 80s. Exactly. See, see Boom Shakalaka is Apravaya in his infancy. <laughs> <laughs> see what I'm saying? You just see in the okay, beginning. Okay. It's gonna, he's going to be here till we're yeah. all long gone. There's going to be some young comics. Man, Boom Shakalaka's been here right here since the... the, the, the Right, the night to the 1900s. Yeah, actually, here in the 1900s. They're gonna text each other or something though. I I saw him. Uh, I I showed up uh, permanently in like 2002, and I signed up for the open mic. And Boonshock wow. was there in uh, dressed in full kimono, Oriental garb. That's okay. what I'm saying. And when you saw him, you didn't forget him. Yeah, no, you couldn't I, I was just like, that. what the fuck? And then that guy Boon got spots, and I didn't for like. A month. Well, when yeah, I saw dude him, kept he drawing. wasn't getting spots or nothing. He was, he was getting on ran off. On the open mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, run him off, yeah. Whatever you, boom, whatever. Who was hosting? Do you remember? Like, oh or Because it would only be potluck that he I don't, You know, that a, at that time, I was like at probably at my, my stage where I was like coming at the county store maybe once a month. Oh, okay. So you, you know, were working. You go through you stage. Yeah, I was yeah. working. You know, and as a matter of fact, you came in 2002. Yeah, I I moved to New York in two thousand three. Oh, okay. Shit. I lived there okay. for thirteen years. That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. I well, I came out here on the vacation and through a connection, through a connection, through a connection, they sent me up here to meet you. And then <laughs> you and got then, some deep roots in Kansas. Yeah, and you it, it was like <laughs> the guy, a friend of mine from college. I was staying on his couch at his parents' house in Redondo. 
And his dad was one of those guys who likes to pretend that he knows everybody in the town. Oh, well, I, I have a buddy. I'm like, y- you work for like a accounting firm or something. Well, I know a guy who, who represents comics. Wow. So he called, called his business partner. His business partner's son worked at a management firm. And then that guy told me to come meet you. That's wow. amazing. And, uh, hey, and it was great. It like got me pumped. It was the only time I got in st- on stage while I was out here. And then uh, I, I moved yes. out here like a year later, and I never saw you again. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, was, was that was, guy uh, even real? Man, I was, was in New angel. York. Doing, you know, it's, I mean, what you did here, I did in New York. Right. Yeah, I'm from L.A. I'm a Los Angeles kid to the fullest. Oh, okay. That's uncomfortable. No, nah, mm-hmm. nah, see, <laughs> see, we get a bad rap. You guys don't even know L.A. people. You know Sunset people. Hollywood <laughs> That's true. You know? I've, I have recently in the past like eight 10 years learned of the actual LA people. Yeah, I, I mean, dated a guy who grew up in Atwater. Okay. Yeah. See, that's that's like how, hardcore. Yeah, I grew up in Altadena, Pasadena, yeah. San Gabriel Valley. I mean, you to me. And it's so big, LA. Yeah. It is yeah, so it, big. It's huge. Like where and we are, it's transient. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, let me tell you, when I was a kid, I can remember my cousins coming from Chicago my, on my mom's side. Mom's up from Chicago. They would always come every winter around Christmas, and we would always drive. They would, we want to see Beverly Hills. We want to see Hollywood. I'd be like, why? Yeah. You know? Why do you want to see that bum-ridden? Yeah, that's what, I was, that's what <laughs> I'm thinking, too. You know, oh, yeah. That so was, scummy. You know, but we What's would come, and we would drive all up and down Sunset and all that, take them to the beach, and I can remember passing the comedy store as a kid and saying, the comedy store? What the hell? Who goes to buy comedy? Like, what, <laughs> what, boxes of jokes? What, you right, know? yeah. And I said, what is that place? And my mom said, that's a comedy store. So it's a comedy club. I said, oh, really? Well, what are all those names? Why are all those names? She said, well, those are all the fools that perform there. <laughs> that's what she said. I that's said, a classy you, lady. Yeah, I said, you think I can be one of those fools? She said, I think you're destined. She said, and oh, my name no. is on this building. Yes, it yeah. is. In back of the heater. Yeah, God, behind yeah. the heater. They are saw trying that. to melt, freeze love. That's cold they can't blood. do it. They can't. They can't even get they heat can't. out of that They'll heater. That's how strong the name is. Let me tell you, your is. little funky ass heater's going to break. Yeah. It's going to break. The it's ice machine. It's going to be weird how it disappears tonight. It's going to be weird. But yo, this is, you know, the comedy store was, this is where I started, man. I started here. I didn't start at the townhouse or the comedy act or the laughing. Isn't that amazing? Here. Yeah, what it made is you amazing. come here versus those? Like, because you started in 92, correct? I started in November of 92. That was the year of the riots. That was, yeah. LA was on fire. I was a rapper. I had already been on. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I had yeah. already, you know, been rapping, doing shows as an MC, as a rapper. I had a group, you know, 360, what up? Yeah, hey. oh, much nice. Like, always DJ Broadway, LC, my people. We were doing that. And we were in a studio right here in, in on Sunset. Okay. Uh, the studio's torn down now. Nice. <laughs> yeah, they ripped that shit all down. <laughs> they but, still have a couple studios. Yeah, they do. Sunset. But this was like one of those studios. Yeah, but real shit happened in there. The alcoholics had been in there. You yeah. Know, this yeah. was this is was a good spot called the Kitchen Sink, and I was in that studio, and I was in the booth rapping, and the um the engineer kept fucking up. He kept fucking up on a punch, and the engineer he was this white dude, and he had a um. 
He had a toupee. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So it's I saw it's the a, toupee. It's a double negative. It's right. a terrible you're sign. Fucking up. You got a toupee and you're fucking up. Yeah. With a rap group. You're yeah. asking yeah. to yeah. Ask literally be torn to pieces. So I tell him, I say, "Yo, Harry Wigman." Get your shit together. <laughs> and everyone's laughing. And he says, what did you say? I said, you heard me. Harry Wigman. What, you think I'm not going to mention that toupee? Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, this is what I want you to do. I want you to push that toupee to the front like you mean business, man. <laughs> everyone was laughing. And he says, hey, man. He just starts turning off everything. He's, I don't, what are you doing? He's like, I didn't come to work to be chastised by a professional comedian. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not a professional comedian, dude. Turn it, I'm an MC. Turn it. He's like, no, I know I'm professional. I know I'm professional. Those jokes aren't regular. <laughs> and everyone was laughing. There was like 20 people in the studio. We had a, the whole, my whole clique was in there. Yeah, of know? course. And so they're just. And you're throwing yeah. irregular jokes at this well, poor yeah, bald man. And they all, you know, my, that was me though. I've, that's been me my whole life. And the thing is, it was, you know, my my boy says, "Yo, come out the booth, man." He says, "Yo." Check this out, dude. You are a good MC. You are. But right now, in all reality, the game calls for an extraordinary MC. And that's not what you are. But you're the funniest motherfucker I know, dude. You need to do comedy, man. Quit playing around. You know, you're not trying to be an MC. I mean, shut the fuck up. Turn the music. And then one of my other friends, Reese Clark, God bless his soul, because he said, no, dude, he's for real. He's for real. And then my other friend, Jeffrey Brower, said, Yo, homie, hey, homie, this they they not lying. You you too funny. You need to do comedy. Oh my god. They had like and they had like the comedy was, intervention. Yeah, it, was, it, was it was like, like a real freeze with meaning to talk to you. They had a way to get him out of and, being an MC. And, you're good at this, but it was it was a thing where you know, before I was you know, not only was I an MC, I was also a boom operator. And yes. I yeah, I used to I did worked boom, on films, worked yeah. on major films. I had just finished a film called Distinguished Gentleman, which was Eddie Murphy's sure. film. Yeah, so I had just finished an entire film of holding a mic over Eddie Murphy's head. Right, Jesus. every scene, every take, every scene. So being a boom operator was like a school. Yeah, so like you had a personal class with some of the best actors in the game. Because you, actors, you, comics, actors, all of it, yeah. comics, everything. And on that film, um, one of the producers, a man by the name of Ray Murphy, who was Eddie Murphy's cousin, he grabbed my boom pole. He says, yo, <laughs> man, you are good at this. He said, you're good at this, but I hope you don't miss your calling. You're a comedian, dude. You're funny as hell. You keep us laughing all day. Oh, so wow. that had just happened, like maybe two weeks before. Now here we were in the studio. This guy was saying, and so it was. it had all added it, it was coming to a point. Yeah. And my boy says, Reese Clark says, man, my cousin runs the comedy store. I can get you up tonight. I said, the comedy store? Where, you mean on Yeah, yeah, okay. He says, let's go. And we came. We left Who was the his studio. cousin? His cousin was a comedian. God rest his soul. Oh, no. His name was Danny Grayson. Oh, that's right. Remember Danny? Yeah, yeah. Danny was the dude. Danny Grayson was a, a Los Angeles comic from... Baldwin Hills, or, or you know, he was an LA. LA I don't think dude. I ever met him. I only heard stories he was of a, him. He was a dude who just was a ball of energy and funny as hell, man. I mean, just real funny, real natural, funny dude. 
and he was he was involved in the in the you know the comedy sure. scene that was that was just that it's you know Def Jam it just came out. Yeah. Def Jam was on its first season at the time I'm talking about in '92. You know, there, there wasn't a lot of com- comedians yet. There wasn't any of this yet. And the comedy store was like, wow, that's a real comedy place. You, yeah. It's like, man, we can we're go. like legends. Yeah, so we yeah. go. We come up here, and we were coming. We drove we drove a big-ass dooley, a truck. <laughs> we in Dickies and Jackies, <laughs> T white tees. We came from a studio, and we're, you know, That's not on. what they wear at the studio. It, well, <laughs> in our studios, that's what they wear, homie. Okay, homie, my fault. So we come up here, and Danny is coming down the steps, and he sees my boy Reese. He says, Reese. He says, yo, Danny, this is my big homie, Freeze Love. This nigga is hilarious. He wants to do comedy. Can you set it up? Danny says, shh, come with me. <laughs> and he turns around, he walks up, back up the stairs, and he says, Dante. You know, Dante. Yeah, our Dante, our yeah. Dante says, yo, he says, hey, me and Freeze want to do your show tonight. Is that cool? He says, Freeze? Yeah, my homie, Freeze. We want to do your show tonight. He says, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, no problem. He had, he had a kick-ass show in the belly yeah, room back in did. the day. Because I, I didn't start till 93, but I remember okay. working that room and thinking, yeah, room, oh, good, I'm going to make It was hot. Tonight. It was like, yeah. um, it was, because see what that room was, Eddie Griffin had had a Tuesday night show in the main room. So, and, you know. Tuesday or Monday? Didn't we have Monday no, night? No, it was, yeah, it was a Monday yeah, night. Yeah, we had Monday night. Monday night, Every room right. was a black night. That's I mean, right. yeah, every room had a black show, You're technically. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that it's my was. My favorite time. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's, that's, that was one of the first clubs, I guess, to have the black night. I don't like the black night. Now, <laughs> I, I now, don't either, but I just remember this black. one night. This is so terrible. This was one of my one of the memories from those because I was brand new in LA yeah. so there was somebody had a fight and they were fighting with each other outside and they were shooting at each other oh, from like where House wild. of Blues is it wasn't there at the time to the front of the main room and everybody's on the ground everybody's running whatever the only person still standing and still doing her act was Suzanne Souter this bitch <laughs> Like she's she's like, what's going on out there? I'm like, bitch, get the Yo. fuck out. Like, I was that's Suzanne my Suzanne Suter. Much love, Suzanne Suter. I love wow. that lady. La Boca. Yo, Hilarious. Man. Hey, anyway. it, it went it used to go down here. I saw it some was great. incredible I mean, it was stuff at great. the comedy. I, hey, let me t- put this on the record. I saw this. I witnessed this. I witnessed the first time Dr. Dre. Heard Ice Cube's No Vaseline. Wow. It was right here in the comedy store in the main room. Yeah, Damn. I saw that. And I saw and Whoa. when Dre heard it, he walked up to the stage and grabbed the records off the off the um off the, tape, off turntable. the tables. And um man, and uh Vicious Lee was his DJ. One love Vicious Lee. He took the table. He took the records off and snapped them in half. Oh shit! Then a fight shit. started. It yeah, was we, a big fight. Yo, Tupac was at that fight. Yeah, we fight. had it all here. Trust me. Uh, Tretch was at that fight. Tretch from Naughty by. I saw Tretch swinging a big chain with the padlock <laughs> that he wore on his neck. He was swinging that around. God Yo, Pac threw chairs. It was. It was. It was crazy. It was a gang of rolling sixties Crips and Nutty Block Crips and. And everything was—it was buck wild. And I remember, and I was—it was Martin Luther King's birthday. 
Naturally. I remember that too. And I, and I remember that. That's a um, celebration. Mitzi was yes. there. Mitzi saw it. Just, and, <laughs> Mitzi. Oh, I was no. standing Curious. with Eddie Griffin. It was me and Eddie Griffin were standing Jesus there with Mitzi. Because it was Eddie Griffin's show. It was after his show mm-hmm. that this all happened. The show was packed. So it was on. It was always packed, to be always. honest. Yeah. I mean, we were running. And yo, Mitzi said, oh, wow. <laughs> they're fighting she... she's like and it's Martin Luther King's birthday Eddie that's a joke for you <laughs> <laughs> always writing yeah. she was Yo, she's like oh this real. is great she, yeah and she loved the Monday night I remember yeah. that night with the fights also another memory from specifically that night because of the shootings there was lots of fights yeah. that was fine but that night there was shooting and um, but she was we were all locked in the office because that's where the money was. Yeah. So everybody, they took all the money out of the cover booths and everything. Everybody had to come back. All the waitresses. The yeah, safe. Mitzi was like, lock the door. I'm like, <laughs> right. all right. So we get in there and we're all locked in there. And she looks right at me. She goes, go out there and get me a Cavassier. Like, Are you out of your fucking mind, bitch? She's Still like, on the clock, Yeah, Eleanor. she's like, I'm told you're the one that's okay with this kind of shit. And I go, I don't even know what that means. But <laughs> all right. And I, I have You're to go, the fighter. I remember pouring it, like shaking behind the bar. Like, what the what the fuck am I doing? Yo, it you know? was wild. L.A. was wild, But it was, it was right it after was, the riots. Yeah, I mean, the early L.A. 90s. There was so yeah. much going on. L.A. was buck wild back then. It's, and, it, you know, hey, like I said, I left in 2003. I went on a new adventure to New York. So I didn't You know, I stayed. I went out yeah. there and was like, oh, my God, this is a comedian's heaven. Yeah, old New York. Oh, man. Greatest. That's, you got so many clubs, so many rooms. So many spots, and you make money at each one of them. Isn't that so, weird? I mean, yeah. And you learn. You know, I wanted to, that was the journeymanship for me. I wanted, you know, what I learned here, because this is a school. Sure. A comedy store is an institution. It's not just yeah. a club. A special ed school, it but is. a school. It is, <laughs> nonetheless. This is where the, yeah. the fools come to learn. Mm-hmm. To That's right, that is. Perfect fool. Building the, a fool. Hey, the belly mm-hmm. room. That's ground one. That's where you just do whatever comes to mind. That's pure grab creativity. That's there's no pressure. It's the belly room. You you yeah. experiment there. Did you feel that when you went up that night on Dante's I, show that there was no pressure here? Like well, that's amazing. I didn't, for me, it was you know it was buck wild because the room was packed and they were heckling everyone who went on stage. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you had a lot of heckling. They were heckling, and I was like. I wasn't having it. I'm like, heck, <laughs> from you. Don't you see these dickies, <laughs> yeah, bitch? I'm like, no, nah, I Shit. just was, that's my special. And that's an MC. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what that's an, an MC, MC does. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm freestyle off the head is my, that's where I'm most at home. Yeah. So to just look at someone and just tear them apart with humor was just natural. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and fire was, with fire. The, the, the three people that it did really get caught it was Faison Love, yeah. Chris Tucker, and A.J. Johnson. Oh, I wow. wore them out. That makes me Roasted happy that you all. wore out A.J. Yeah. I don't like that little shit. Uh, A.J. got it back because I said, take off your hat and show everybody the circle. And he said, <laughs> he took his hat off. He said, what, motherfucker? I got all my hair. Ain't no bald spots here. I said, no, 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 not the bald spot, the circle. Where's the circle? And he said, what circle, motherfucker? I said, the circle that attached you to the keychain that you fell off of, you tiny bitch. <laughs> and they was yeah, like, he's real little. He's a piece he's of a shit. He's a tiny dude. I said, yeah. And I opened my pocket on my shirt. Here, hop back in. Show's over, everybody. Come on, hop back in. Get back in your space. I clowned him. But that was the first time. And Eddie Griffin was there. And I didn't yeah. know Eddie Griffin. I didn't know any of these. I didn't know they were comedians. Sure. None of that. 
So Eddie was like, motherfucker, nigga, how long you been doing this? So I'm like, this, this is my first what? time. He's Five like, minutes. Yeah, I'm like, this is my first time. He's like, no, nah, motherfucker, I don't mean the room. I mean comedy. How long you been doing this? I said, this was my first time ever. He said, nigga, you lying. I said, no, nah, dude. He says, look here. I want to take you into my room. I want to take you all around the whole world, nigga. I'm going to show you how to do this shit. First rule of thumb, you're going to see a blue light when you're on stage. Ignore that motherfucker. Yeah. He was, he's not lying about that. That's that's what I learned about Eddie when no. I got here. I was like, he oh, so. But you see, I mean, what do you say when they flash it? He said, every time they flash it, nigga, that means 10 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but I ran out of money for you, ran out of funny. <laughs> You run out of funny for you run out of you know. What yeah, said. yeah, he would say. But that was my dog, man, and I thank oh. God for him because he really he did. He showed me. He he. Yeah, I thought you me. two were like that was buds for life. Yo, I, we are, we are buds. No, no, no but when but, I started in '93, yeah. so you had already oh, yeah, had yeah. your rapport. Nah, we yeah. just clicked. He clicked. It's it amazing. was he was he was a teacher. I was a student. I was learning the craft of comedy. It's amazing. And he took me around the nation. He took me, you know, I was doing 2,000 seaters my first month of comedy, you know. Jesus. And it was, you know, he was like, it's no, he was breaking down a lot of the very simple rules I was getting up front. I had a crazy, my career has is, is, is been, in, it's been crazy because it was like, I started here in November, in February of that next year. That's when I started here. Okay, boom. I was in the movie House Party 3. Yeah. And I went from having one line to being on the poster. Like five scenes. It was like I was on. I got an agent at William Morris. I was, Damn. you know, everything right off the bat. Like you start comedy this month. Next month you're going to be, you know, it was. That's how I, in my mind, that's how I thought comedy was going to work. Like I moved and, to L.A., Three months, I was definitely going to be at one of the best agencies. I was going to be getting parts in movies that turn into bigger parts. And right. now 15 years have gone by. <laughs> and I almost had a manager well, for two months at one point. Let me tell you, though. I mean, it's like this. Are you remember the Little Rascals? They used to do those shows, and they had that one show that said, pay as you exit. Look, you're going to oh, pay. Oh, the actual Little Rascals. Yeah, the yeah, Little yeah, Rascals. Yeah, yeah. They was, you know, you I'm might trying be to too remember young. them, but yeah. Maybe yeah. all of y'all are too young. They used to have <laughs> Little Rascals. They, they, kids would put on these shows every week. They would have some. And yeah. one show, they had this slogan. He says, listen, pay as you exit. If you don't <laughs> like the show, then you can pay when you, you know, right, on your way right. out. But that's all, all I'm saying that to say is you could pay your dues up front or you could pay your dues in the back. Me, hey. Yeah, I had a beautiful start, and I didn't appreciate it because I didn't know what it was. Right. I just thought that's how it works. Oh, you want to do comedy? You should start. You'll be in a movie in like three months. <laughs> right. That's how it worked for me. You know. That's, that's what how I it thought. Was. It was, yo, that's what you think. But and then when it happens, you don't even realize that you're lucky as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You're extremely lucky. You're you don't know you don't know what that means. You don't know. Right. You know, and that was my thing. It was like that was I had a straight ride from the beginning for the first 10 years. I was on TV shows. I was on Malcolm and Eddie. I was on the D.L. Hughley show. Yeah. Man, I was on Providence. I was on <laughs> NYPD Blue. I was in movies. I was in you know, everything. Everything was probably. That's popular. what I'm saying. I thought you were doing it for years. No, nah, it was you like. Because you had all this happening. Right. I think I started in March, actually, of 93. 
March. Okay. Yeah. So it was like the, the I remember the day you started. You I remember passed. your first day. It was <laughs> I became a paid regular at the comedy store by Isn't Mitzi. Isn't that crazy? And then, and again, Eddie Griffin was the one who was like, "Look here, Mitzi, I'm gonna sit right next to you because yeah. I don't want nobody talking to Mitzi yep. while Freeze Love is." And it was that how that went down was buck wild. It was. Do you we probably your material or anything? Pro- yeah, and, and we've probably had like 40 comics that we've interviewed who it all involves whoever recommended them sitting next to Mitzi and preventing all the assholes from yeah. disrupting Making her. Sure. Like that's the most important thing with a Mitzi showcase. Right. And I, I you know to be honest with you that's like that, that was so detrimental. When people want to stop other people, when you want to stop Isn't someone, that annoying? Else, that's it's it's not it's not it's just kind annoying. of a bitch move. It's yeah, and it's it's you're suffering, dude. Yeah. You should be able to say, yeah, I don't give a fuck who you are. That has nothing to do with what I'm going to do, baby. Right. Right. You should have that attitude. You shouldn't have, oh, gosh, they're funnier than me. I'm gonna, yeah. You know, I hate so that. So many of those. We're, you know. He's going to get my stage time. Right. Like, All of that, man. Yeah. You know, if, if, if and I, I say that, you know, after this, this will be 25 years next month oh, that shit, I've been doing Frank. this, man. And I'm still not where I want to be. I'm nowhere near where I want to be. Right. Nowhere near what I've set out to be. Nowhere nowhere near it. And that's what I've learned. This game, this craft, it's a craft. It's a craft, man. You have to learn it. It takes bombing. Bombing is part of the game. Fuck yeah. You have to You grow from bombing. You, my middle name. Hey, you learn what you don't want to do. Yeah. You learn what made you do that. You get to the point where you say, yo, fuck you. I'm yeah. going to still do it. And that's probably when it turns over. I've seen it turn sometimes. over. Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, sometimes yo. Yeah. I, I, yo, man, I've seen people bomb for years. Man. Yeah, yeah. And then I've seen them make Excel. that happen. Yeah. Excel. I, I watched this guy uh, who was texting us earlier. He wants to be on the podcast. We won't interview <laughs> him. Josh Nasser. Uh, we just like to break his balls. He, uh, <laughs> I, I, like... I saw him bomb a bunch, and then, like, eight years ago, I watched him, like, one of the biggest bombings, like, Hiroshima-style bombings I've ever seen on stage, where I was just like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, and uh, he got off stage, and he was, you know, aware, he said, man, I just bombed so bad, I don't think I could ever bomb like that again, and boy, was he wrong. Boy, was he wrong. I've I've watched so many bombings of that caliber by him since then. Bombing but sucks, man. It's I, terrible, yo, man. I've seen, I, I, hey, I saw Dave Chappelle bomb at the at the Improv in Hollywood. Yeah, I've you seen know, him bomb and, a few yeah, times here. Yeah, it's it's part of it. Yeah, like I mean, early listen, on, yeah, you'll see me bomb because you have to. That if you're really, you have doing to try this, something. Yeah. yeah, if you're really doing this, you don't know. Yeah, you got to put it out there. You got to take risk. And if you did know, like I can say a million things that I know. Are smashed will work yeah yeah but you're not gonna grow if you just say the same and you're gonna get bored yeah and then when you're bored saying you're smashed shit it's not the same comes off stale it's about risk i watched i watched uh about 10 years ago i watched robin williams he came here and he went up in the main room and there's like a bringer show or something there's probably like 150 people in there and he went up for like 10 minutes and just crushed and then he got off and it's went in the back and hanging out or whatever and then someone was like you want to go up in the OR and he's like sure and he went up in the OR for about five straight minutes he just kept he was just bombing yeah. doing the same kind of thing and then he was just like I gotta remember to keep coming back here because you can 
do well. And he said, when you're at my level of fame, you can do well anywhere except for the OR. <laughs> and the OR will always remind you they're laughing at you because you're famous, not because you're funny. Yeah, that, I was hey, like, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's the truth. The OR. But see, that's the second room. You got the belly room. Yep. You do anything. You try. Yeah. Then you got the OR where you perfect. You chop off. You add a little more. You, you know, each room has a purpose. Then you have the main room. Right. That's where your show. That's your show room. That is your show room. That's the one that you want to take. Because I'm going to be honest with you, man. What you do in the OR, that's not going to fly across the country, man. That's not going to fly always. across yeah. the world. Not all. It'll fly in rooms. But in showrooms, that's not going to fly. You got you to gotta develop something in the main room. The main room, what you take in the main room, that can fly across right. the world. I promise you, I know. I've yeah. taken shit that I've developed in that main room that started in that OR that I created in the belly room and I've rocked this whole fucking world. And I mean, when I say the world, I'm talking about Finland. I've done shows in, me and Charlie Murphy did. Oh, that's, he toured yeah, Charlie I Murphy toured for with Charlie Murphy for eight and a half years. That's and we did, in that eight and a half year span, we did, we did a world tour three times, and each tour wow. was 13 countries. Damn. Some of them overlapped, you know. We sure. were there twice, but some of them were just, you know, like first time there. And it, it you when you're in Finland and you got 2,000 people, you're like, <laughs> first off, what, 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 are, what, what yeah. am I going to say? You how do I relate to 2,000 Finnish people? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're thinking. Yeah. And then you remember, well, damn. Hey man, I only know one way to do this, and that's what the way I learned. Right, here, right here. Yeah, in that, your that's back That's taking pocket. me across. Yeah. That's taking me across the country. It's taking me to New York. I'm gonna go with that. And guess what? That worked in Finland, and that's right. when wow. I realized how dumb Americans are. They had <laughs> two thousand people that would listen to an American speak English, and they understood in Finland. Yeah. If you had a a, a Finn comic. You couldn't get ten people. To, to we, have we have Do one. We have one. He, I, I forgot his name. You he see won what I'm a competition. saying? He's <laughs> sweet. He's very funny though. Really? But he adapted to our way, right? In order to make his. When you what's go, his name? I can't. Be, he's so sweet. He won like the funniest person in the world competition at the Laugh Factory. I have no uh, idea. I'll look him up. He's the nicest. Really? Anyway, but he's very funny. He's Is he good. a regular? Okay. No, no, no. He's a Laugh Factory guy. Oh, I'm okay. just yeah. saying that. So I guess I was like, who are you talking about? Frank Lemmerman? <laughs> he's German. Frankie. Oh, yeah. He was German. Well, you see, that's what else you learn is how influential. Our we country are is. Our, our culture is. Yeah. Yeah. Our pop they culture our is, yeah. They knew our TV show. They knew all my TV show references, any song references, right. any, anything. They know us. They know us, dude. Yeah, They're I, all I, watching I, us. I've been all, shocked by nervous. when people talk about, like, they went and did a bunch of shows in Asia. And then I'm like, the, my, it was always my thought was like, I mean, that's a whole different culture. And they're like, yeah, but they still know all of our pop culture because that's still the the top tier in the world of pop culture. Right. So you know? if you talk about any of that shit, Japan yeah. knows about it. And even, even that's real. And I mean, when you're a comedian, part of being a comedian, I, again, back to Eddie Griffin, something I learned here, he said, man, whatever <laughs> city you go to, make sure you get in a taxi cab and ask the taxi driver what's the hottest news in the city. Interesting. That's, yeah, that is that interesting. Is interesting. Yeah, taxi. And I've always done that. I don't care where I go. And that is what you do is, okay, you know me as an American. You know the shows that I've, I watch, you watch them. Okay, but 
I'm going to take it a step further and learn a little bit about you. Yeah. And what's going on with what you guys find important. And I'm going to put that into my situation. Right. And give you that. And that's what takes you over the edge. And that, then they now, know you care enough, too. You, to... I mean, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, and you should care. I mean, look, dude, we got the best. I don't care. It, and it's hard. It's, this is not an easy Mm-mm. job by far. It You know, it's blood, sweat, and tears in this shit. But. At the end of the day, we're blessed because we get to do what we love, and we're bringing. We're trying to make people laugh, man. Yeah, we're trying to make you feel. That's all. Yeah, that's the only really rule that we have to abide by. Yeah, is that True. we make people laugh. Yeah, e- even yeah. when I'm feeling my shittiest, I'm just like fuck the world, fuck people. When I get on stage, it's still the same feeling. I'm just like, all I want to do is. Be Make funny. Yeah. And then once I get off stage, I'm straight back. It's like, man, f- now I have nowhere right. to perform. <laughs> Fuck this world again. I'm going to burn this, this motherfucker down. I'm tired of this shit. Yeah, well, man, that's, that's, that's real. I mean, this this place is, you know, it's 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 very, you know, you got the laugh factory. I love the laugh factory, too. It's cool. I like the, it's all right. the improv. Yeah. It's, it's cool, you know, but. For me, this is always home. Oh, sure, and it's same always here. been same more with both than, of us. Yeah, yeah. And I think everyone that that is involved with the comedy store, and there's yeah, so many people, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I sit here, I was thinking, like, God, so many people I've hung out with, crossed here. paths with. Right, yeah. I remember I smoked a, a blunt with Soldier Slim. <laughs> God rest his soul of Master P. I got all of that. Hell so, yeah. Yeah, I me and Soldier Slim smoked a blunt in the back of the county store. Oh. I, you know, and rapped and I mean like, man, it's just unbelievable. We in back of the comedy store. <laughs> I'm like, yo, it is unbelievable because you're Soldier Slim. <laughs> Dude, I remember one night I used to I used to smoke a lot of pot and I always had a lot of pot on me. And uh someone came up to me and they're like Hey, uh, we're going to the back to smoke. Snoop is here with uh, uh, amazing. Always. Uh, what's his uh, what's Warren his G. what's his pimp friend's name? Oh, Don Juan. Uh, Don Juan. Oh, so yeah, Don Juan yeah. is with them. With and the I'm, chalice. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, all right, yeah, let's go back there. So we go back there. It's me and Freddie Lockhart and uh, a couple other people. And I was just so pumped, like, oh, this is awesome. We're gonna smoke a Snoop. And then we get back there, and someone's like, all right, who's got weed? And I'm like. Oh, I'm the only one with weed. That's why I got the invite. I don't even care. So I get my big bag of weed out, and I'm just watching <laughs> all of, of it. Yeah. Watching all of it get rolled Dating up. And I'm like, all right, Dude. cool. So we sat there. We smoked it. Snoop was cool. He was fucking hanging out, talking about first time he'd come to the comedy store and all the different times he'd been here and how it was always cool and what comics he saw. And we're like, oh, this is, this is so fucking cool. We get down with like the... We probably smoked two and a half blunts before we put it out, and then Snoop starts freestyling. To this day, Jesus. the worst rap I've ever heard in my life. Probably your weed. I remember. I remember looking over at Freddie, being like, "What's going on? Is he mumbling? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like he was literally just naming things he was looking at. It's like, yo, there's a cactus up on that hill. Look, there's the building. It's black. Hey, there's some guys standing there. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I always say it was like watching Michael Jordan just brick free throws. It's like you're just like, what? What? Are, what are we doing? Yeah, this can't be how it starts. Yeah, and then he's oh, just like, yo, man. man, yo, I wish I was a comedian. Y'all have a good night. And I'm like, that was so dope. I didn't even care <laughs> that he just you, bombed on rapping. Yeah. Again, back to the county. That's where I met Snoop. That's how I got a murder was a case and oh my god, all of that stuff was. I met Snoop here. 
Yeah. I met him, Suge Knight here. I met Tupac. All those dudes I met all of right them were here. here every Monday. It was, yeah, every Monday, then went to every Tuesday. Then well, it was, Tuesday with Fat Tuesday, Tuesday with Guy, because at first Guy started it in the belly room yeah. on Tuesday nights. I remember and him and... Um, it was Buddy Lewis, Dana Point, oh, yeah. Guy Torrey. Dana Point? Yeah, remember oh, Dana girl. Point? Yeah. Oh, just, my God. Dude, it, I've seen so many. I mean, she's still no, around? I, I, I don't know. I Every hope she was, because she was Every time I drive to La Jolla, I think of her. Yo. Because you got to pass you Dana pass Point. Pass Dana Point, exactly. <laughs> Yo, to me, man, she was like the she first Angela Johnson. She yeah. had that, dude, she that was uh, funny. She manicurist was voice. Oh, God, look at y'all now. Y'all yeah, nail yeah. too long. Why are you going to Everybody did bleed that. Bleed me fire. Bleed me fire for your nail. <laughs> oh, terrible. Oh, you done put a parish. Terrible. <laughs> you done put a parish. Oh, your nail looking like a, looking like a cow foot. <laughs> that was Dana Yeah, she point. was brutal. She was dope with it. I felt like everyone had a nail salon joke. Yeah. But that was part of the culture. Like and, and women it. are always in nail salons, but yeah. black women, to me, I mean, they got Dana got her nails everything done, like feet, everything. I didn't even I never had a manicure or a pedicure until I moved to LA. Yeah, I mean LA is LA, We were is broke. It, man. I mean the, you know But this, they said it don't matter if you're broke, you go anyway. I was like, yeah, Oh, okay. So Dana Point <laughs> How you gonna get some money with them? Kim old Tavares, up, they yeah, all exactly. they always Kim taught Tavares, me that. Man, yeah. Yo. Kim, Sherry Shepard, man, we used to fucking blast. Man, so I all these people I know from the OR room. Yeah, for years. So whatever they do, whatever show they're on, however huge they are, it's like I'm like that. We still have that link. Dope. Yeah, that's someone from your comedy school when they were right there. Yeah, the man. I remember when Marlon Wayans, funny ass comedian, comedian now. Mm -hmm. But I remember Marlon Wayans. I remember Damon and Sean, like pushing him yep. to get on stage, and he went up and played around. Yeah, he, and it was even funny playing around. But he was like, "I don't do comedy." He was I'm not such doing. a natural. Yeah, he's he was just the baby who barely did he was it. Playing yeah. around up here, mm -hmm. and I, a lot of stuff, dude. I remember Brian Holtzman got knocked out. Please. By, by he was here fucking, the night um, it happened. With yo, that's we made it. him tell the story. You made the... Brian tell. Yo, man, that was hilarious. Who knocked him out again? Martin, Martin Lawrence's no, his bodyguard. Body oh, Martin, that's right, his bodyguard. Yo, that shit was funny because Brian Hosman said, "Well, look who's here, Martin <laughs> Lawrence." Well, ladies and gentlemen, I, I knew it was him because of his ears. Yo, isn't that right? You got those big Martin Lawrence ears. He just every time he was saying his name, he was saying Martin. Lawrence. And after he got knocked knocked out, they like threw some water on him. He's like, he's like, I can't, I can't believe I got knocked out by Martin Lawrence's bodyguard. Just right back to it. Right like, back to happened. it. That's when I that's when I fell in love with Brian, Brian Holzman as a comedian. Motherfucker, he's well, you can't so fuck with funny. him on commitment. I love yo man. <laughs> I used to see Brian Holzman, but that was nothing new. You can't Brian, fuck with him on commitment. Yeah, you're right. You can't fuck with him on commitment. He's come out being knocked out, fullest. straight back to your joke. Right, like like it was. Don't miss a beat. Yeah. Like, no. I, like I written in a script. Yeah. Like he paid the bodyguard later on, and I like, hate perfect time. <laughs> yeah, can you meet me in Vegas to do this again? Gotta, you know? This is gonna be the best closer to every set I do. Man. It was so great, and I remember being in the kitchen with him, and I was like, Brian, are you okay? Because he was still being a fucking crazy 
Lindsey Bryan. <laughs> and he goes, uh, let's take a picture. Maybe we'll sue big ears. <laughs> and then he goes, I'm not suing anybody. And he just like started freaking out. Like That's telling funny. everybody what happened when he came in. Look at this. You Hold see my me. eye? Look at my eye. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so fucking funny. Holtzman's a big dude too, so yeah, he's not little. Martin Lawrence's yeah. bodyguard probably had to be. Yeah, it was a, a good size dude. It was, like, it was like, definitely Martin. It was yeah. the dude that you didn't have to like see credentials for. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, the that's the bodyguard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yo, I, I, let me tell you about that too, because speaking up for the bodyguards, I've been the bodyguard for years, just because of how I look. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Yo, I, sure, when, sure. The whole time I was with Charlie Murphy, I was the bodyguard. <laughs> right. Yeah, everyone just, hey, excuse me, can I talk to Charlie? I don't know, motherfucker. Can you? <laughs> Why are you asking me? Well, you're the bodyguard. Oh no, I'm not. God I'm damn it. Damn. I better get double paid for this bodyguard yeah, right? slash he was bodyguard. Now, feature comedian is, gig. And it, like, the, here's the thing, Charlie Murphy. God rest his soul. I miss that yeah. dude, man. But Charlie Murphy was. It, it, if anything, he was my bodyguard. Charlie Murphy was a black yeah, belt. Yeah, he was big. Taekwondo. Yeah. Charlie Murphy was He was also in the service, right? Well, yeah, you were in the service. I was in the Army. Army, and he, he was... was in the Navy. Oh, okay. Oh, and shit. That okay. was my boy. I, I smoked more weed with Charlie Murphy with any more than anybody on this planet. Damn. That's other amazing. than my wife. Oh, my wife. okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> nah, but Charlie Murphy, I have. I mean, that, that was my road dog there's there's people out there there's comedians that are out there that could tell you what that means road dog it is real it's a real position it's not your feature to be featured it's it's not about you it is not your show right you know you got to be funny but you can't be too funny but yeah, it's not your show this is the story of my life you, you gotta work you yeah. gotta get you you gotta do this this is that's and at the same time you become friends with sure. some of the most brilliant people on the planet. And I, I had that luck. I learned that. You know, I did that. Me and Dude, I mean, we were in some, in the stories. Oh, my God. I mean, just I that, can't even imagine. that I was sitting here. I mean, here, think about the fact that his stories were featured on the Chappelle show. Right. That's how ridiculous they were. And now you have. And world then world I, I see that. Yeah. And I lived with this dude on You're the road. Finland. It's like, yo, I see. This is how it goes down <laughs> yeah, with you. Yeah. This so, isn't an accident that you had pancakes stuff. with Prince. You're right. Yo, You're putting man, yourself in these situations. I, I won, and, and the thing is, I was so happy that I, I pinched myself a lot. Like, remember this, homie. Remember yeah. this, because yeah. this is not every day. Yeah. I remember one time that a specific memory was was we went, <laughs> we landed in Iceland <laughs> to do, we were in Reykjavik. Man, you I, guys, you went to like the widest places yeah, in, yeah. on earth. Yo, LA. man, that Dave Chappelle <laughs> show, baby, everybody saw time. that yeah. motherfucker. True. And I'll be, I was there to witness, I don't care, for the farthest regions of the world, they would be like, oh, no, 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 Charlie Murphy! <laughs> Everyone knew this, and he was like, "Yo, freeze! This shit, nigga. Let's get this money. Let's get yo. I can't believe these motherfuckers know me like this, nigga. Get Dave Chappelle, nigga. That show, nigga. That shit was miraculous. <laughs> shit, frozen techniques, nigga. Let's go. We're gonna get paid, nigga. Telling jokes. It's the best life a nigga could lead, nigga. <laughs> and we did. I'm telling you, he didn't. Five star hotels, gourmet meals, dude. Eight. 
Fagwa, nigga. You don't know what Fagwa is. <laughs> Freeze love. We're having Fagwa. Do you know what that is, nigga? No. Just duck liver, nigga. Oh. You can't just get that off the street, nigga. It's a delicacy. You can't even buy this in California. It's illegal. Yeah. It's oh illegal to have. Yeah. That's the kind of meals Charlie Murphy eats. <laughs> and some motherfucking truffles, too, nigga. Put some truffles. Some truffles. Yes, the $5,000 an ounce truffles. Put them on the motherfucking, put them on a little side dish. Oh, my God. Charlie Murphy ate big meals, big bombs. He lived life. He lived life to the fuzz. He didn't Damn play. Skippy. He didn't, man. I've been in Maybachs with this dude and all of that. And it was freeze love. Look at this thing. We in, we in Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? A L.A. nigga and a Brooklyn nigga in Iceland? And that was the time. We landed in Iceland. The driver says, ho, oh, oh, ho. Charlie Murphy, man, this is great. Uh-oh. He says, so I su- suspect you want me to take you to Junta de la Rue. He's like, what's that? It was some restaurant or something. He says, the restaurant, well, it was just a joke. It's just that I also drive for you, too. And every time they come to Iceland, I must take them directly to this restaurant for, for shrimp and so-and-so. And he's like, really? Guess what, motherfucker? That's exactly where we're going right now. <laughs> Take me to that restaurant. Good enough for Bono. He's like, yeah, he's like, but it's a three-hour drive. Rich. It's Rich Murphy, his cousin. Rich, we got time. He's like, yeah, there it is. Take me to that <laughs> restaurant. Let's go. <laughs> Damn. In a Range Rover, top down, Amazing. blowing blunts. And I remember looking to the left of me and seeing actual volcanoes. Yeah. Whoa. And looking to the right and seen actual volcanoes with shit spewing out of yeah, them, yeah. man. You know, and, and ice. And we're on a, 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 a like concrete a mountain road. road yeah. And listening to Biggie blowing blunts. Biggie, 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 can't you freeze love? You see what we're doing? I'm like, I see, dude. This is incredible. He says, it is, isn't it? And I'm, I'm telling you, that thank you, God, for giving me... Wow. Chances to see that kind of stuff. That's awesome. And it was, there'll never be another one like Charlie Murphy, man. And ever, ever, That's... ever, ever, ever. And I want people to understand, because I witnessed it again, what he did. This was a dude who came off the hit show of our time. The Chappelle show yeah. Yeah. was the biggest at its Sketch, time. It, funny. Biggest. Yeah, it, it legit Brilliant. is the only show in the 15 years I've lived in L.A. It was the only show that I made it a point to you be see, home to watch. And that, and that and you were you were like everyone else. Yeah. And it, he was on that show. And at the end of that show, he started stand-up. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. You understand? So he, all of us are comedians. Like you see, you've been doing this 15 years. You've been doing 10. 25. Okay. Yeah. We've been doing this in the dark. We're like mushrooms. Feed us bullshit, keep us in the dark, and we develop. We keep growing. Yeah, yeah. Until they open the door and chop us off and put us off to market. Yeah. He had to become a mushroom in the full light. Right. In the limelight. Not only in the light. Everyone didn't, because see, you have to understand the other dynamic. Not only did he have to become a comedian when he was already a star, but his younger brother. Oh, yeah. One of the biggest comedians ever. One of. Bro, I'm sorry. He is the. Oh, yeah. He is the. (laughs) I I agree 100%. No, no, no. I don't know. I'm telling you. Yeah. You got to look. This dude owns franchises. Yes. Yes. A comedian. What other comedian do you know? 
that but owns so franchises. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. If not one, two, three, yeah, yeah. a bunch of them. And not only were they franchises, were blockbuster franchises. The dude is is probably one of the. What I'm saying is, that was just that was his younger brother. He's yeah, yeah. He's very smart and yeah. already yeah. known for being a brilliant comedian. Yeah, which he is. He's brilliant. These dudes are. I like the are, fuck ups like prior. You know what I mean? I'm a mess like that. Yeah. Well, you know, he was a dude. They caught they yeah. caught him young and just said, "Yo, he man, was brilliant. We're, Still we're gonna, doesn't matter." Yeah. yeah. But that was his. That was the light. You know, when people look at him, they, they instantly think of that. Of course. Right. Oh, you're and you know they he had to fight that. right. Yeah. So you're and you're then he level. had to fight against that, and he was already a star, and it was like, "Yo, man," and freeze love. I want you. <laughs> To be my opening act, <laughs> <laughs> like nigga, I don't know, man. You want to start with saying, "No, no, nigga, I like you, nigga. And I don't want you. I don't want you to turn it down. I don't want you to, to slow it down. I want you. I want you to do what the fuck I just saw. I want you to rip this shit." I mean, that's risk taking as is. a headliner. It is, yeah. And then he said, "Listen, nigga, when I can come out there comfortably after you, I'm where I want to be. There's no time, nigga." I'm already in the pro leagues. I can't play with high school niggas. You yeah. got to play with pros. That's right. I'm putting you in front if he's of headlining, he's, he's got to be able to do says, that. Nah, I will say one thing, motherfucker. <laughs> that show better not go over 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he had his rule. Crush. He had his rule. But do your time. Do, do not go over time. <laughs> yeah. I just think, man, he was just, he was just a real dude. Not only was he a natural star yeah because i give him his, his props because he really found his own voice and he found it quick mm-hmm. he found he was he didn't he and he was the one who put the pressure on it was he was like yo yeah i'm, he I'm gonna do this he put on this him. own yeah. pressure and when i say we were on the road i'm not talking about every man hey you want to go out a couple on, weekends just, a month yeah, yeah. yeah. no no dude we were doing like 40 weeks a what? year yeah 40 weekend yeah we were everywhere man everywhere he he was like, if they got money, let's go. <laughs> and Good then, and then, you know, he, he went through the the passing way of his wife. He's he he was still he was a single parent. Then he had to. Then he felt he had to get on the road because he yeah. You got to earn. Yeah, he had to earn. He had kids. He had to put them through school. He had to help. He was a dad. And that's the that's the other thing. That's what people don't see or don't know. Sure. Is this dude was um, an, uh, he loved his kids. And his family sure, more than anything tight. on this planet, man. Yeah, and I I, I know that for a fact. And man, he gave many me- of times I, we I was like, damn, it would be nice to go get that other ten thousand dollars or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I understand. We got to go home. Yeah, <laughs> it makes me respect him a lot more, knowing that he wanted someone strong going up before him. Like just hearing yeah, that because I don't hear it. Like I've been, I've been basically fired from every featuring gig I've done for years. Well, he, because the comics are just well, like, no, did, I'm not following him. He had a real formula. Yeah. Before he says, "Look, man, this is this is what we have. We have a show, and that's how we also got my man, who's now my my partner. Oh yeah, Jay Farrell. Oh my God, I watched yeah. it. I watched Jay, just for just, you. I was white like, famous. I'm Yo, watching white this famous, just to man. see how good it is. And, and then I dope. saw that Buddy Lewis and Chris Spencer are the creators, uh, well, or writers, or something. No, um, Buddy Lewis and Chris Spencer are 
executive producers. They're, they're executive there producers. You go. And and Jamie Foxx, oh. yeah, Jamie Foxx is who is loosely based on. He's the executive producer, and um, the guy who California Cation. Um, oh yeah, uh, my guy. He's from Long Island. I love this dude. Is our guy? California The actor or the no, creator? No, the producer. The creator. Oh. Um, um, I just watched it. it I'm so I, mad at myself. Because I got so excited when I saw Buddy Lewis and um, Chris Spencer. Because Buddy Lewis, somebody just asked me, hey, do you ever see Buddy Lewis anymore? And I'm like, I didn't even know you knew Buddy Lewis. But he only did Fat Tuesday. He was never a yeah. comedy store guy. He right. Just, him and Guy Tori, he he did all that with him. And so yeah, I was and like. It, hey, that's, that's real. Buddy's keeping Buddy. him. Yeah, he's a great guy. Oh, Californication. Oh, I use it. all this future shit. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I no, use all this future shit. To. Isn't it present? I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, it's present, but you see, I remember when they, they was talking about this shit, and now it's actually here. You know what's funny? I was talking to my dad. Uh, I was driving to Phoenix on Friday, Thursday, last week, and I, I said, let me call my dad, just see if he gives me any good zingers. You know, sure. he's always with the material because he's right. a mess. And so uh, I call him up, and we were talking, and the phone kept going in and out, and he he started getting mad, and then he goes breaker 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 breaker. <laughs> we're not we're not on we're, TV. That's not an art. Yeah, it's yeah not a, we're not TV, Dad. He's well. like, um, <laughs> but I just started laughing so hard because I was like, to him, yeah. that's totally normal. Yeah, breaker breaker, girl. And then my mom had brunch with him. For no reason. Uh, oh, whoa, no, they whoa. did have a reason. Mom and dad are getting back together, it Maybe. sounds like. Yeah. We've been teasing Eleanor's going to have a little brother. What? <laughs> <laughs> Please. Lucky number 11. <laughs> little 11 from Stranger Things. Uh, no, we, uh, they, my, they were there to see their grand, great, great grand. My nephew oh, okay. has a kid, and she is one year old. So she, oh. they had a brunch, and my dad and his wife and my mom. Oh. When and a couple other people, but it's fine. Hey man! But he was doing that at lunch, breaker breaker, trying to get people's attention. I think it's because I laughed so hard at it. Now he knows. Yeah, see, now I said, "Oh, this will crush." My professional oh, comedian yeah, daughter thought it was really? funny, so I'm taking hey. this to the brunch. But you, you that, I love that though. Your oh, family—they yeah. throw you jokes all the time. All day. I, I, there's nobody funnier than them. To yeah. be honest, because they're according honest. to them, yeah. right? But they're honest, and they like, they'll say like the most horrific things. Like I mean, even my dad fighting with the, you know, he refers to lesbians as girl faggots. So, <laughs> and that's a real thing. Like it's so innocent. He doesn't understand. He doesn't it. realize that it's he's, not. Is yeah. He, is he from? He's, he's from Philly too. South Philly, yeah. He, he, Born and raised. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that doesn't make sense to him. And then, like even one of his friends came up and hugged him. And the area they live in now in Delaware is all gay. And and he was like, hey, they're liable to think we're one of them. Don't do that shit. Liable but in think. South Philly, Italian people <laughs> hug each other and kiss both right. sides of your cheeks. Yeah. Men on Unacceptable. Men, women on, <laughs> trust I'm me. from the Bible Belt. That shit doesn't fly How where I'm dare from. You. No, Amen. just incest. They were so happy. Uh, yeah. with <laughs> just sheep we all have our rules. <laughs> just chicken hurting. Yeah. You figure out what it was, chicken Yo, hurting. man, I kept, you know, I'm high as shit, so. Okay, I like this. I'll look it up. Let's yeah, see what happens. Check I want to give this dude props because this show want, is dope, man. I thought it was good. Did you it watch was, it, right? I, li- no. I liked it. I, I did seen enjoy it. it. Yeah. yeah, and it's, you know, they're talking about a lot of stuff that, that you know, that's that's what I like. 
about like Netflix and all these new things. They're making the other networks kind of up their game a little bit. And also showing the ridiculousness of what goes on day to day. Yeah. Like that, that, uh, I forgot his name. He's a very funny guy, but the older white guy that plays the producer that offends him. Right, right, right. He, just the way he talks, like like he thought he was the valet and he got pissed off, but he's like, no, you're standing, At leaning the, on the valet. Thing. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. and, and then he goes, uh, usually valets are Mexican and the Mexican valet yes. walked up and he goes, I know it's wrong, but look. <laughs> but, Tom Capinos? Yes, Tom. That's the Capitals, creator. Exactly. Yeah. He's got the crazy name. Yeah. But dude is funny, man, and he's a good writer. Obviously, Californication oh, yeah. was brilliant. People Yo. said I didn't watch it, but everybody raved about. It. It's one of those shows I'm gonna have to catch, the, like later. Yeah, but you know, I mean, that's 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 how TV is. It's so cool. You could do that. You could yeah. binge watch and yeah. watch it all real quick. I'm sorry if it got canceled because none of us watched. Well, but... they, they, the thing it did seven seasons. It did do. Yeah, seven, it, a while. it rocked out. The thing I love about like Netflix and stuff like that is now there's one of my biggest pet peeves always was trying to watch a show on like basic cable. Right. It's just so unreal because you can't say half the shit people say in the real world. Right. But on Netflix so, you can curse and you can talk about shit can, that's I actual mean, conversations that people might have in the real world. Well look, you got the networks, NBC, ABC, or you got the good old fashioned networks. And yeah. Then you got the cable networks. Yeah. And when I started the cable networks wasn't it was like They weren't <laughs> making regular shows. It was shows. like this. <laughs> He's on his movie, but it's on cable. <laughs> yeah. I'm on NBC. You know, that right. was the deal. Then I saw it go. That's where the real to, money went. Oh, yeah. He's on cable, but he's doing a DVD. <laughs> right. right. Now, that DVD was Netflix. Don't forget, right. Netflix started his DVD. Sending them out, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, those became what Netflix is today. And what's so cool about it is because the, the networks, the old school, it's pretty much everything is formula. It's yeah. Like, look, we got to do this. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. And it's cookie cutter. We 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 know this makes money. We know people yep. like this. Yeah. Twenty one episodes. Right. Follow and, this arc. Right. And we're going to change the title and change the characters and sell it again. Right. Yeah. That's all it is. That's yeah. what it's been. Netflix. They don't. They were like, look, man, we want all kind of shit. Different. Yeah. We need we something different. We yeah. need it. We yeah, got yeah. the viewers. We got we got to feed this beast. I've been watching shows like, uh, have you watched that one show on there, Black Mirror? I haven't watched my, it. My wife watches it, so I, I, a, I see some random episodes. I'm like, are, are we on acid right now? What the fuck exactly. is going on? They do shit on that show that you don't see, that's not yeah. in your regular formula TV. Yeah, it's non-linear, so it's, it's not, fucking, right. you're like watching that shit like, They got some Whoa. ill shit on that show. And I've it's, heard great things. It's I crazy, but they got a lot of shit like that. And yeah. that's, that's, you know, it's caused the, the networks... They have to. They have to reorganize. They're trying. Yeah. They're trying. Because they're dying. They, they got the money. Don't act like you're broke. They should be able to do it. <laughs> they're gonna have to at some point, accept, like, come to terms with like what I was talking about, where it's like we can't just keep making the same thing over and over again because people are buying into this other stuff now. Yeah. And but it also oh, you opens mean the actual networks. Yeah, but I mean, it opens the door then to them being like, well, look, this show was successful on that. So we can make a show like that. Right. No, and we so said they're it, remaking Will and Grace. Or not remaking, just bringing Rebooting it, back. it, yeah. yeah. That's the problem with the Jesus. networks. Yeah. I mean, are you kidding? You got rid of the Carmichael show and we're bringing back Will and Grace? What's happening? But that's because that was by choice. Okay, I, well, right. I don't think they canceled Drought it. I think Drought is like, no, I want more money. <laughs> but, you know, again, 
Carmichael show can always no, keep he, right on Carmichael, going. Yeah. It wasn't that he wanted more money. It was that uh, they wouldn't air that that one they wrote about the shooting. The shooting, said yeah. it was too soon. And so he goes, if you don't air it, then next season I'm just not going to be in it. Right. And then they were like, oh. So right. I kind of am proud of him for that because he believed in something. He thought he wrote something that was yeah. educational hey, man, and informative. It's like this. I don't care what you do. You got to have principles. Yeah. And when you got principles, it may seem like it's difficult, but the long run, it's a lot easier. Yeah. You don't have to think and change your principles. Stick to your principles. Stick to your guns. People may fucking throw rocks at you. They may say, yeah, you're going to starve. Fuck them. Okay. If that's so be it, with you standing by what you believe, yeah. you'll be all right. Yeah. You will be all right in the long run. That show is a good show. It's I a agree. brilliant show. So just like they created that, guess what? They He's can create another, out. man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's going to be on Netflix or or maybe it's going to be on Apple Hulu. TV right. or Hulu, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the game is gone, man. Whatever you were trying the game to do, it's out of here. Look at us. These are conversations that used to take place in the parking lot. Yeah. Right. And now here, look, the world is listening right now. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. It's not a joke. There's somebody in Finland, like, I'm so happy that he mentioned Finland. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? First time it's, they've been listening to all these episodes. My name. Yo, you know? Schmiergen. Yeah, it was like a Mexican finish. I hope he remembers my name. Hey, hola, <laughs> I am Eladio in Finland. Yo, man, funny you say that because the dude that got our weed in Finland Naturally. looked like a Mexican. I thought you were going to say it was Mexican. <laughs> no, we like, thought he was. He, he looked, swam and he, for but a he wasn't. While. He was like Arab what? or something, and he was in Finland. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of out. Middle Eastern people in and Scandinavia. Then he wrote, he, he says. Really? He, he, yeah. yeah, man. He's moving away. No, they just got out. It was, Norway. There's one of those, that. all those countries accepted uh, a lot of refugees. So. And, oh, and it, guess what? Huh? Hey, they got what money. It is. Yeah. This is what the world is. The world is mixed than a motherfucker. You yeah. think it's one way? Nah, baby, that's TV. That's yeah, your yeah. little yeah. American controlled thinking that they gave us. Yeah. You get out there, it is nothing like what you think. Yeah. It's cool. And they are just it's as cool. racist as us. By yeah. the way. In some spots, in when, some spots, in some spots. Yeah. But guess what? In those spots where they're that racist, but you I'm can go find that many Africans to combat that racism. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. True. Everybody is. Every single yeah. place Yo, has their thing. It's everything funny. has their thing. It, they do, man. They got, and it's it, you start to really realize. That's that life, look. man. People get annoyed by other people. It doesn't matter one. It's not one or the other. It's not just two people hating each other. For but, some reason, we all fucking hate each other. Yeah, because but you know it's and it's easy to hate a group because but it's if you really look at it, yeah. the reality, the real reality, you can never ever say that any group of people are one way. That's oh, that's insane. Yeah, that's insane to even think that way because I've met. Dickheads who were white boys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dickheads that were black dudes. <laughs> dickheads that were Asians. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. met a lot met of a lot fuckheads of that were fucking Arabs. And just as many bad people that you meet, you'll meet just, just as, as many, many good, good people, people from that same group. I That's talk, just yeah. truth. I talk on stage a lot about how I, I truly believe that there's 15% of every group, no matter what it is, white people, black people, gay people, 15% of every group is okay. 
And that means 85% of all groups are fucking terrible. Committed to dumb-dumb. Yeah. And it's, to dumb-dumb. Yo, yeah. the masses are dumb than a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You, you see traffic, that's because there's dumb motherfuckers. Yep. Take an alternate route, man. Yeah. I'm sick of it. If your driving IQ is that low, you should not be allowed on the routes I take. Yo, that's let me true. tell you, I mean, they, it's... I'm, I think that's when I get the maddest at the masses is when you drive. And of LA, course. That's why we stay mad. I was, we all had to get somewhere <laughs> from somewhere. I was driving back this afternoon. <laughs> I have my one-year-old my one-year-old in the back seat, and I'm driving back, and one exit before my exit. I've almost made it home, 45 minutes. Right. Cop comes blazing down the on-ramp. I'm like, well, look at this motherfucker. Where's he going? Lights on, speeds up, gets right in front of me, and then starts doing that bullshit, weaving back and forth. And I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? I've got a quarter mile to get to my fucking exit. And then he stops about 300 yards. I can, I can look at the exit. Blocks off the highway. Because some asshole in a truck had all the shit fall out of the back of the truck. And so he's giving him like... Ten minutes. I'm like, what, what the fuck is going my on? My blood is boiling. My fucking right baby. Now and I'm not in the car. Shit its pants. <laughs> it's right. Pants. Fifteen minutes. I'm sitting, just stopped on a highway, almost to my exit. I can't text anyone because the cops staring right at me. I'm the right. first car. Right. This thing. It's like you, you, everyone's like, where are you? Twenty seconds earlier, I would have just been driving through this asshole's garbage all over the freeway, and I would have been home. But instead, somehow Safety a cop got first. involved. Stop me. So who, was the guy? who was the guy? Who was the guy? Who was it was some, it was a. Say what he was, be honest. He was either a, a dark complected white guy or a Hispanic guy. Okay, that that means Armenian. Could uh, Actually, go. very like possible. Yeah, Could have been Middle dude, Eastern. I can see an not Armenian. Not Armenian cops. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not the cops. Not the, the cops. The, the, the truck. The guy who did it. Yeah, the guy in the truck. One Armenian dude named Dickren. It was his job to tie down this shit and he didn't do it. Oh, no, we'd be going so fast, hey, man, he will not no, fly out. Don't worry, it's good, it's good. <laughs> gravity. Do you know gravity? No, man, listen, it's centrifugal force. It, it stick <laughs> like glue. Don't worry. Come on, step on it. Just has a I want to go get baklava, man. everywhere. Yeah, he's got a limp brush cleaning off his velour suit that he's wearing. <laughs> he, shit. he finally got all of his shit off the highway, and then the cop moved, and I drove the... 200 yards and drove past this guy and he just had his truck parked he was standing there and then all this shit was just in a big pile right behind the truck like he just had to go pick all this it looked like he had stolen eight bags from the airport and that shit was just flying out oh, like shit. did you not like zip up bags? any of these bags what the fuck is going on <laughs> clothes boxes yeah. of That's a real shit thing. like he do. robbed a thrift store or some bullshit his movie where you find out his wife just kicked him out. <laughs> all of his shit. You know, I fuck your brother. Yeah, fuck your brother. Take all your shit and go. And that's how come it wasn't strapped down right had to in the go. beginning. Yeah. He had to run out. Yeah. And I'm thinking he's just an asshole. This guy's having the worst day of his life. Yo, you know what? I'm going to tell you. You never know where somebody's coming from. Yo, back. Now to, I feel kind of bad. This, I, I keep going back to this dude, but he's so fresh in my mind. But his shit is Charlie Murphy dropped jewels. We used to get what? heated. He drops jewels for life. Wow. <laughs> Little tidbits that you can remember. Whenever he says, freeze out, I see you get so angry when we be in traffic and motherfuckers cut us off. Nigga, you know what I say? Just imagine that that motherfucker has to take a shit. <laughs> I mean, that changes the way you look hey, at it. It changes everything. Hey, if you had to take a shit, would you give a fuck about a gold light? No. You're going through it. 
That's right. And I'm like, that's true. So now when people cut me off, I'm like, there's another one's got to take a hot. Damn, a lot of motherfuckers. Got to take a hot. It's <laughs> that loaf, baby. You got a steamer fucking waiting to fucking unload. Imagine if Rick's poor daughter was driving. She had already. She eaten actually, one. yeah, oh. she actually did shit her pants. But see, but see, that's the beauty of being a baby. Yeah. You can do that. She didn't care. Like, hey, hey, adults, hey, hey, yeah. you're having a good con- uh, Yeah, clean this up, bitch. Yeah. And you and you will stop everything yeah. and clean it because you know. Yeah. I, I was tempted to get it since I knew we weren't going anywhere to get out, go around, take my kid out on the highway, no. clean her up. And I know that cop would have immediately yeah. been and pissed. And she knew it too. She loved it. She's like, that's right, Dad. And she does this thing. Remember you wouldn't let me have those last little bit of French fries? <laughs> Payback's a motherfucker. She just came up with her own her own term for when she craps herself too. So she's just in the back saying, "Boba, boba, 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 boba." And I'm like, "Oh no!" And then yeah. it took about another thirty seconds, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, boba, great, wow. boba." I have no idea Me, why. Meanwhile, there's some gypsy thinking he won the lottery. Like, boba, boba. <laughs> Yeah. How did she get that? I don't know. No, my I, my wife would be like, "Wait, did you put? Did you did you do a pooping?" And she go, "Boba." And like, <laughs> no. does that mean poopy? Boba. Oh, okay, boba. Who knows? The yeah, boba. we're saying yeah. boba. If you say man. poopy, everyone's gonna know what we're talking about, Mom. This is our code word. Boba. I did a boba. Let's get to the changing. Right. Jesus. Out of control. I just man, sat so there. You, this is your first first. Yeah. Time. And she's one? Yeah, 14 months oh, now. Wow. I just, that is dope. I, I just sat there baking in it this morning. So. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, i tell you. Met my wife here. Baking so, I, again, all these people exist because Freeze brought me to the wow. comedy store, put me up in the belly room. He said, yeah, this is where you can go up when you're new. Well, hey, a tribute, my good friend, that goes all the way back to Danny Grayson. Yeah. Who let me get up here uh-huh. and introduce. Yo, that's, I mean, to me, as comedians, that's what we have to do. We have to look out for each other. I yeah. agree. We have to help. There's I mean, and that's, room for and that's one thing I really enjoyed about New York is there is a strong camaraderie with comedians. Sure. Because there's so much work, and you can't do it all. Yeah. And you're not going to hear about it all if you're not friends with comedians. So comedians look out for each other. They right. they plug each other. You get out here, and there's a lot less stages, and there's a lot less money involved in stand up. Sure. Yeah. So it's you know kind of. People, to yeah, be a fucked up, and it shouldn't. They be also have way. they also have the competition out here yeah. of competing for TV and movies, yeah. and, and like all getting that, that, all of that stuff. So you know, and and I don't even necessarily know if this should change. It should be that be what it is. This is what it is out here. Yeah, yeah. you got to learn both, man. You yeah. got to learn both. You get if you can, and then you got Chicago with the whole. The improv world that that's valuable too. Yeah, that's comedy. That's our family. I mean, we're all in the same family, all the way from all the way to clowns. That's where we're. Yeah, <laughs> fuck them. They're not a part of this family. The Jimmy Schubert said we not after we it. Are, uh, clowns, the plain clothes division. Oh, I don't, yeah, I, clowns. Like, <laughs> we couldn't even afford makeup. Yeah, that's how sad <laughs> we are. Yeah, clowns, clowns. I don't like get, clown. Like, Scary. you ever heard of a clown lunch? No, what? Clown lunch. Does that mean that's you what get I say. It when I see somebody that's, that's biting a joke, I say, Aha. I sentence that motherfucker to a feast of clown lunch. <laughs> clown, a clown lunch is, is, a, is a bologna and jelly sandwich. Oh, oh Jesus. Shit. 
bologna and jelly. Yeah, see, when you bite it, the jelly just, just goes on like a fucking clown. One of my favorite things I just randomly saw in some news story a couple years ago was in, in Mexico, clowning is like a very serious thing compared to what it is here. Like, it's a respected Really? Perfor- they're like respected oh, performers. Well, let's take a trip to Mexico and set them fucking <laughs> yeah. straight. Well, so, just- so, so the asshole like was robbing place. banks in clown makeup. And in Mexico. In Mexico. Oh. And the, the clown, there's a, uh, uh, a union for clowns down there. That's how really? hardcore they are about it. The union Whoa. took issue with this bank robbing clown because he was using the face makeup technique of a known clown. And so, like, that's their trademark. You know, I've got the diamond over my eye and the black around my nose. And what then, are you doing? I mean, yeah. you're, you're, you're stealing you're, my shit. You're like, causing havoc. Yeah, you're sti- like, I'm doing this to make people happy. You're looking like El Chapo. You're you can't take his look. This goes against clownism. <laughs> <laughs> they take him to take him to task for that down there. I was just like that. That motherfucker better hope that the drug cartels get him before the clown union does, oh, because my God. that would be two, some serious he's got punishment. Enough problems. He's got to deal with the drug lords. The, yeah, deal right. with the, the, the clown authorities, the bank, and the cops. Yeah. Oh shit! Now he really feels like That's a, a real clown. <laughs> <laughs> I should have never done this. I should have been like 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 a puppeteer. Yeah. <laughs> Should have put the gun in a puppet's hand. Which would have been the greatest <laughs> robbery of all time. Or ventriloquist. So <laughs> then there's the ventriloquist robber. <laughs> you think there's a union for that? Let's no, start They somewhere. don't respect them. Uh, what about does. mimes? That's a, they're, they're a quite eclectic little quiet bunch. <laughs> right. But what see, are you saying, why, man? That's why mimes are going to die, because they can't do podcasts. <laughs> yeah, they can't keep yeah. up with us. Oh, man, the mime cast. That... That sounds like the worst yes. thing ever on YouTube. Let's do Man. it. I don't know. It might, be, it might be great for watching it work, though. Yeah. Silence on radio is always good. <laughs> Isn't that the slogan? I That's think not so. how it works. Silence. I always forget. Uh, do you have anything you're promoting coming up? Oh, absolutely, man. I, I am promoting um, a movie that I'm in right now. Yeah. That just dro- it'll be on Netflix next month. It's on iTunes right now. It's called The Legend of 420. And it is a documentary about 420. Hitler's birthday. Yeah, they they actually start (laughs) the whole the whole movie about that. Yeah, start with that, and they get all into the legalization of it and the the medical side of it and the the every side of it. The the marketing. They they got all these bud and breakfasts in Colorado. They they show it all. Gourmet, the gourmet. Yeah, man. It's very it's a and they laced it with different comedians. And I'm like laced throughout the documentary with my comedy. I and a a couple other comedians that are from the store. I know Mike, the um Show producer, yeah, the Mike show Schmidt, producer, yes, not the third baseman from Philadelphia, but but the, producer the guy the that is on podcast? the Ford Legend of Four Twenty. That's amazing. <laughs> that is, yes. So he's in it. He and... is in it. Yes. They so is it all jokes it. about? Yeah, weed, all I guess? the weed, but it's 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 it's, it's a, a discussion of it, yeah. right? And they got other people. They they have a lot of um. They got some some big people. I should know this, but it is oh. a weed movie, so you can forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you forget everything? <laughs> hey, man. Let me tell you, man. The, the, the Legend of 420 is, um, it's the producer is Peter okay. Spire. Peter Spire's produced uh, a famous documentary back in the day called Rhyme and Reason, and it was one of the most um, 
it's a pillar in hip hop documentaries. It was like one of the first documentaries to really sh- go behind the scenes and the glitz and the glare of hip hop. Wow, well, I didn't know that one. Yo, I'm, I'm like, telling you, no, I think there was like over 80 different hip hop artists that he interviewed, from Karis One to Biggie Smalls, Pop. Yeah, I, w- I would watch that immediately. Ice T is on that, but I think I can play the parts to Crush Groove. So, <laughs> yo, <laughs> Crush Grooving, body moving, body moving. <laughs> I wonder where that chick is now. Body, you remember me? Body move. Oh yeah, let her in, let her in. We don't know who you are. Oh, oh no. Okay, yeah. We didn't know that was you. Wait a minute. Say it again. Body move. Yeah, that's not you. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I, I, we were obsessed with hip-hop. So, interesting. I'll have to check it out. Maybe it's because it was a documentary. But yeah, yeah. It, it, it turned you off. Okay, so, so here we go. The Legend of 420. I was like, oh, it's educational? Fuck that. These are all the people that are in it, okay? And it's, it's a lot of big-time people. Bit more more like famous white people, man. You guys, That's when I say the names, you guys are going, oh, my God, really? <laughs> what? Watch. They had to get like Willie lo- Nelson. I do love how white Freeze got with that. Act. Do it again. Well, come on. you got to know some of the people in them, for God's sake. <laughs> what the hell? You're in the movie, for Christ's sake. You don't know anyone other God than yourself. You I feel like guy. I'm sitting across oh, from me. Criminy. <laughs> would you clean up your damn room, Billy? I always remember Eddie Griffin being like, golly. And I used to want to throw a chair from the back of the room because I was like, I have never heard anybody say golly. golly. But it is such it, like, I guess. It sounds like a white that, guy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Umbrella of the whitest of white. Yeah. Golly. I'm like, okay, yeah. here we go. Gomer Henry Rollins. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Rollins is cool. Henry Dude's Rollins, genius. Tommy Chung. He's yeah. in it. Of course. Melissa Eldridge. Melissa Eldridge is a singer. You know, she's the um, she's an American singer songwriter. Come I'll on, there's somebody like, oh that. my god, these fucking idiots don't know who Melissa Eldridge is. Eldridge or Etheridge? Oh, Etheridge. Yeah, oh, yeah. Etheridge. The lesbian. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. yes, that's, that's a big difference. Melissa Etheridge. All right. Yeah. Well, you could have jumped I'm sorry. In. I didn't know. It took me a minute, and I'm like, that does it sound did. familiar. I was like, oh, but she might she's, be high. So. Yo, there's a lot of other people. Let me see who else. Jason Mars. You know who that is? Mm-mm. He's in it. I'm proud of him. Freeze Love is in Damn. it. Damn. But it's a dope. Godfather. It is a dope. Remember when they push and shove? It's only love. Yo, she's been saying that <laughs> for <Love>. decades. <laughs> That's real. Yo, man, the comedy store is my favorite favorite place. I'm t- I've, I've, I've it is weird. Like I- Caroline's, The Cellar, and they all got their own vibes. I love yeah, The yeah. Cellar. I love, I love Caroline's. You know, mm-hmm. those are good, great clubs. Yeah. Great. There are some great clubs in this country and around the world, but none like the comedy store. Yeah. I understand that. I you agree. Come to this place; it's a different place. The comedy is a, is a little bit different. The comedy, it is. The comedy people, comics were always different. I mean, Mitzi, her idea of what she thought was funny could range from Frank Lemmerman yeah. to Freeze Love. Like, yeah, I mean, there that's was such real. A, it was what's such a spectrum that it was insane. She, she, and you know, and I appreciate her because. She was, you know, she said, well, I used to get mad. Like, God damn. Did you, your first showcase, you got right in. My first showcase. Wow. And it was, it was crazy because the night before it, I bombed. I in front bombed. of her? No, 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 okay. no. At another, a, a big thing. show. I oh. bombed like it was, and it was like the first time I had bombed. Oh. You know, you I got didn't, hit in the face. Like, yeah, oh, I didn't know. Shit. I didn't think Maybe. I could. I was like, what? what? Yeah. Boo. Wait, <laughs> Boo. wait. You haven't even really heard 
me. I just, boo. I mean, it was one of those. All of a sudden, you get white. Oh, Man. come on, guys. Golly. Please. <laughs> just like a, my jokes, fellas. Oh, give me a chance for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Like, Yo, geez, man. fellas. <laughs> I don't I even know how to say it. The next night I came here, Eddie Griffin had set up. He, he was like, Yo, I'm going to be there. Because I also had a showcase for Irvin Arthur and Associates. Ah, one of my faves. Yo. Yeah, yeah. And, um, <clears throat> was, man, it was crazy. I, I got in a big, big ass argument with my ex wife, who is my ex wife now. We argued a lot. But this was like <laughs> worst timing. You want to have an argument when I got a showcase? Are you nuts? Yeah, fuck your comedy. She grabbed my keys and threw them in the bushes. And yeah, it was like nice. I had to be from Pasadena to the comedy I'm still going to go out, Karen. Yo, it was that kind of thing. Good and I, Yo, it was so Sorry. fly. It was destined. Because I walked. I just walked directly through the bushes and put my hand on the keys. And I didn't move bushes aside. I didn't even really see where they were. I just knew where they were. And she looked like, how the fuck like, did what? That's right. That's yeah. right, motherfucker. Destiny. I am blessed. <laughs> oh. And you ain't stopping shit. And I got in my little bullshit-ass Volkswagen. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, remember that yellow? I had a fucked-up Volkswagen. This was a bucket. This was a, I need, You need a car that you can walk away from. In you LA, know, if you got a car that you can walk away from, and now that's living, goddamn, yeah. hit me if you want to, bitch. I don't care. I showed up in a red minivan, and it was yeah. just like I don't give a fuck about this car. If someone steals it, I'm not even calling it hey, in. That's their fucking problem. <laughs> yeah, now. yeah, it was that kind of car. Doesn't go over 45 a, assholes. Enjoy. Yo, man, I had a lemon, an actual lemon, shoved in top of the gas tank because someone had stole the gas cap. And the lemon had dried oh up God. to the point that it fell into the tank. Because I didn't replace it. I feel like replacing lemon every day. It's expensive, man. Right. Even though there's lemon trees it. every 30 feet. Right, and then you got to live can't. with the fact that you actually have a lemon. Yeah. And you're pushing a lemon into a lemon. You got to get your life together, man. Yeah, that's it a good motivation. And the lemon would roll over the intake of the fucking, so the car would shut off. If you hit the right angle, the car would just shut off. And you'd have to rock the car again oh, to start my it. God. So I pulled off and rocked and pulled my all the way to the fucking comedy store, <laughs> made it through the keys to Chewy's. Hey, it won't start. I was like, rock it, bitch. Stop it, go. Rock it, Chewy. Chewy, oh, okay. And I go in. I'm, okay, as I'm bro. coming in, Urban Arthur is walking out. They're walking out. The agents are walking out. And Eddie's like, what happened? I said, yo, I was late. He says, don't worry, he's here, he's here. He's like, Mitzi, freeze is here. She says, put him up right now. Put him up right now. She tells the piano player, put freeze love up. So, boom, I'm like, Steve Moore, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, exactly, dude. Let me tell you. I go in there, I'm waiting to get up, and Damon Wayans comes up. And he says, hey, man, put me up. (laughs) God damn it. I said, no, I'm next. He said, huh? (laughs) I said, I'm next, man. He's like, you, you know who I am? I said, yeah, I do know who you are. And I don't mean any disrespect. But, brother, I am next. <laughs> I, said, I, got I in the rocked car. my car. <laughs> I walked into the bushes and put my hand on the keys. I bombed yesterday. I'm next, bro. And he's like, okay, you're next. <laughs> and I went next and I ripped. All I did was talk about. From the moment I bombed 
just about everything, oh, everything up until that up. everything that oh. led up to me to Damon Wayans saying I'm going up next. <laughs> I just told the whole story, and I was made a paid regular that night. Isn't Man. that crazy? It was, and Missy was like, "Cause whole, you were you." She okay. said, "She said the whole time you were up there, the Sam Kinison light was flashing. <gasps> that Damn. means you're gonna be big." Aww. Sam knows. Sam doesn't flash for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that that is actually true. Yeah. That that light yeah. will. They all stay on, and very rarely I, it, Sam's will start to flash yeah, for no reason. Yeah, it's a trip. Hey man, this this this. And place she always is said that. He's this trying is, to get in here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's already here. And yo, here. man, it, this, this motherfucker was, is haunted. It's got oh, all of that yeah, shit. This is, this is holy ground yeah. land, man. It's a comedy uh, store, boy. Plenty Pull of people. Your parents up here, boy. Plenty of people <laughs> won't. They won't even come to the Arthur basement. Did come back in? Uh, yes, they did. Oh, I got good, picked good. up. Yeah, because he's terrific. They yo, were back in the day. They were they like were, hot. Man, they were, they were. Nick Nusiferro used to work for him. Now he runs uh, UTA's comedy division. Like it they was, were all junior agents when I yes, met them. Uh, um, Jackie Miller, she worked. No, for my man, that wasn't it. Chris Smith. Chris Smith. Chris Smith was the agent that was working for them then. Okay, yeah, was, no, they all worked, yeah. started under him, and then Chris Smith and uh, Rich Super started their own thing together, and then and, they got in some trouble, and now he worked, Chris is ICM, and Super's at uh, Abrams. And none of these Not, motherfuckers will fuck with one. me. Gersh. 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 Yeah, right. all of, yo, man. <laughs> they won't fuck with you? Hell no, they don't, they, people be afraid of me, man, because I got a fucked up reputation, and I didn't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Look how she laughs. Only because the way you said, I didn't do nothing. Like, yo, man, I didn't do nothing. Like, we didn't, I didn't even hear yo, what they, it is. I don't know. I, my name supersedes me. It's a, it's a legend. People, you know, I care. I'm passionate <laughs> about what I do. And people take that, you know, the wrong way. Uh, I, I mean, I, I've never heard a bad thing about you, though. I never really had. Oh, that's good. Uh-uh. So me much neither. Well, thank you. Then it's all in my. I know it's all. It I never had. Uh, I never. I never had an agent, but I do remember the the one time, and I'm. I've told this story before, but uh, CAA was interested <laughs> in coming to to watch me, okay. and I was pretty excited. Someone had told me, you know, they called, and so then that day. Uh, they called and the old talent coordinator Tommy. I don't know if you ever dealt with yeah, that guy. No Tommy. Uh, but Tommy <laughs> probably is, one of the reasons why you ain't seen me up here is because of Tommy. <laughs> well, we don't Where's need phrase Tommy? love. We have Sergio love. Wait a right. minute. We're not just switching loves, Tommy. That's well. Uh, <laughs> no one will know the difference. They're they both their black. Names yeah. One's L U V. Well, <laughs> it's not about spelling, Eleanor. <laughs> you get to know these things. You hang around yeah, so You sounded just gross. like him. Uh, <laughs> I had listened to so many hours of his bullshit. Well, the CAA called to see what time I was on. He said, who wants to know? He said, oh, well, so I'm so in this, I'm an assistant for so-and-so at CAA. Uh, he was recommended to us. We wanted to come check him out. Well, you guys better sign him. He's about ready to kill himself. <laughs> so, these, <laughs> so these dudes these dudes show up, and I did fine or whatever. The guy came up to me. He's like, hey, good set, man. Uh can I ask you a personal question? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you all right? And I was like, am I acting drunk or something? What is he talking about? So yeah, I'm fine. Why? He said, well, we talked to that that guy who looks like Tom Petty, and uh, right. he told us he told us that you uh, were suicidal. 
I was like, that dumb motherfucker. Like, yeah. oh, that's all they want is to sign the suicidal guy. It's like, yeah, we get everything invested in it, and bam, <laughs> there goes wrist. No, hell no. Fuck him. Wow. Fuck yeah, they didn't, they yeah, didn't sign me. Uh, yo, man, you see what I'm saying? I that's go, the dude, kind of shit. It's like, look, dude, just answer the goddamn Just answer phone. the phone. Tell them what time I'm on. This when they show up, it? go, just this say. That's all you got to do. If they talk to you again, just go, he's great. He's one of the best comics we have here. Yeah. Say nothing more than that. Well, you guys have been waiting so long, he's going to be dead by the time he have a special. Oh, God, man. What the fuck? Why did I get you high? That I can remember when Tommy idea. was only allowed to go in the main room backstage. The, the, remember that cover booth? The, oh. Remember the little the concession stand like that they in the had? Ba- yeah, yeah. He, was, he, he had to stay there all night. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Tommy, why don't you come out here? No, because Mitzi said I have to stay here. She wouldn't let him yeah, out. Yeah, you stay in there because you get on everyone's nerves. Well, so he got even. That's because Metsy said I'm the most talented person in the building. No, she never said that. Wow. Well, I mean, if it I, was, I know it was because very well, and she must have been very high. Well, right, and you yeah. were probably crying. She had to <laughs> tell she you. She take the wrong medicine when she said that. Well, my girlfriend <laughs> beat me up again. <laughs> <laughs> he, this dude lived across the street from me and so his girl used to kick the shit out of him and they'd get in these loud ass fights everyone in the neighborhood talked about him so this one day he sees me and he comes over he starts talking to me I'm just like trying to walk my dog he's like yeah man whatever you know oh, I gotta go Stephanie's calling me so his girlfriend is just screaming from inside their apartment like 20 feet away and you can just hear it and he's just yelling on his phone back at her and I walk away, one of the neighbors comes up to me, and they're like, do you know that guy? I say, yeah, he's a talent coordinator at the comedy club. I work out a lot. And I go, I think he, I think he maybe beats his girlfriend. And I go, oh, I'm, I'm 100% sure it's the opposite way around. And they go, oh, okay, great. Right. <laughs> yeah, great. They don't care. All of a sudden, let him get his ass kicked. Sword. Yeah. But, well, then they, and then it's Tommy, so they knew him. They were, they, that's yeah. why. It wasn't because he was a man. No. Just because they knew it. Yeah, they, they had to. Well, that because he, he was so scared of his girlfriend, he would sit in front of their apartment building and scream on a phone, I don't have to put up with this! <laughs> There's people here that will help me. <laughs> Barry oh. Katz loves me. <laughs> Barry Katz. <laughs> he, won't, he won't hire me because I won't tell him why I got fired. Oh, I think he knows, Tom. Well... <laughs> <laughs> that well is my favorite. I can't. Uh, yo, it should be like a, on a loop, uh, like a, a ringer. <laughs> you're not Caparillo. <laughs> uh, welcome to the comedy store. Yeah. It should make it the. Well, he was only a phone guy for a long time, and yeah. then he used to console her, and she moved, moved him, him up. up. That's like, how it works here. It's a weird. Well, guess place. what? That's how fucking Hollywood works. <laughs> yeah, this is how this is our is life. Somebody just Change some diapers. Change some diapers, and Let you can Harvey become a talent Weinstein coordinator. Whack off on their feet, which I would have done a million times. I can't tell you how many fat Jews I've watched just, shower. Just give me the chance. None of them have hired me. <laughs> Harvey, right, maybe Hand one. Hand me the soap. <laughs> maybe one. Maybe one. Eleanor. Sorry, Andrew. Anyway, uh, what's uh, what <laughs> social media? What's your Twitter handle and stuff like Hit that? Hit me up, please, at Freeze yes. Love Comedy. F R E E Z L U V. Very uh, hip hop spelling. Yes, sir. It's European, hip-hop. also. 
Yeah. It's F-R-E-E-Z-L-U-V. Yes, yeah, so I think it's from like Norway or something. That's how they spell it. But anyway, <laughs> you it's like Fresluv. <laughs> oh, Fresluv, bonjour. <laughs> May I present this stage to you, Sarah? But yeah, it's, it's so freezing up. Comedy. Yo, man. Hey, and, and I was prepared because I was here. I was right. Here. Yeah. Every fucking body and their fucking mother is, comes to here, man. So if you're true. a tourist from fucking. Chaba Chaba, you're coming here. Yep. If Toledo, you're a tourist from you're coming here. Yep. If you're a tourist from Kreis and Wittenbeiden, you're coming here. Yep. It's the comedy store, goddammit. You gotta come here. It's where the That's fools' names are on the wall, on the building. Yep. I'm so fools. happy to be a fool. Including you and me, Eric. <laughs> well, thanks for being on, and thanks thank for, you thank for, you for having me. So and I just want to bring me here, man. Hey, man, listen. I am so honored and proud to be on this with you guys because I knew you before you did it. Yeah. And to see you do that and then make this your life with me, I love you all. Man. Yeah, man. Thank you guys. You're amazing. I, mean it. Yeah. I was thrilled to Appreciative. see you. Man, good to see you too. I hope it's to get to see you more around the store. Well, yep. maybe now that I have to call in and talk to, what's his, what's his name? Hit the Adam. Adam now. No, no, it's Adam now. Well, that's cool. Yeah. No, before. It was well, like, well, no, <laughs> I don't know if we can fit you in, Freeze. Okay, Mitchie's mad at Eddie right now. <laughs> and besides, Wait, you were you were there when Eddie Griffin slapped the shit out of me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that, so I can't. I don't you want you around here. You to didn't tell defend everyone. me. Besides, we got to get PJ up. We don't have stage Wait time available. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, man, you better look inside you because I think he's in there. That's too, that, was, that, that last one was too that much. That fucked you up. Yes. Not I just heard it too much, man. Right I lived there. here. Oh, my God. He's going to have to go smoke weed now. Yeah. It's oh, the only way out. I'm going to do that anyway. I'm going to smoke it and relive that. Uh, thanks for being on. Thank, Thank you, man. Thanks for Thank listening. You guys, Thank man. you so much. Come to the comedy store. Always. Much love to the comedy yeah. store. Yeah, do you have any Always. dates coming up? Or no? uh, I got a show tomorrow night. Okay. Um, tomorrow night I'm going to be at this spot called the Cellar, Cellar Hollywood. It's okay. a little spot. It's a little, it's a dive that they do. You know, I fuck with open micers a lot. Good for you. I like the, I like the young energy. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting down with these, uh, these young dudes. If you hit me on Instagram or Twitter, I'll send you You'll the flyer. Nice. And then, yo, I'm going to be up here too. I'm going to be calling in for yes. spots because yes, I've moved back here. I'm back going. in LA and I got some stuff coming up on the road, but you know, I, I got to be home man. come on, man. Yeah. I'm shooting my special too. Keep an eye out for my special. Yes. It'll be coming out very soon. I'm actually in the last stages of shooting and editing and it is called freeze love presents paul farmer yeah nice his real name so, yeah my real name is paul farmer so. all right that's amazing beautiful yeah. well Thank if we have guys. any phoenix listeners we'll be at the all things comedy festival well i will rick's not coming right? i don't know not probably yet. not we'll see what yeah. happens hey, anyway but it doesn't matter <laughs> we're it's a festival all weekend a lot of comedy store people Dope. all our uh podcasters were will be at the tempe improv and the Ooh, stand up live in phoenix Boom. we're sharing two, both two great clubs yeah, that's awesome they're both yeah, all they're both doing them both. it because they had a cancellation so we're kind of doing ah, both clubs Dope, dope, dope. Yeah. I and love that's it. the 26th, 27th, and 28th. Good comedy people. I mean, right? The people in, in Tempe, they listen. They, 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 do. they appreciate I comedy, back, man. So yeah. I was there last weekend, or this weekend, oh, whatever yeah. day it is. A couple days ago. Okay. It's awesome. Get that money. Come to the comedy store, guys. Check out a show. If you can get in, it's probably going to be sold the fuck out. Because they got work angry men this motherfucker. That's not Boom. why. Okay, that came out. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.